0: Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.
1: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning
0: What is up people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. All three of us. We're back. Yeah, Feels good. I'm Feels like, good. Yeah.
3: It's been a minute. I've missed you guys. Yeah, I've welcome. You. Were you like busy or like how come? you? Oh yeah, I just like a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, my, my kiddo came a little early ah. and it's been great and you guys have been great. Um, you've been kicking ass without me. Have you least.
0: actually been keeping up with the pod? Because I feel like that's impossible.
3: <laughs> it's hard. I watched the Raleigh episode because I was like so nice. excited and so sad that I missed it. But you guys did awesome. It was a great episode. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it because it was a bonus episode. But like, yeah, it's been awesome.
4: We've been missing you. Thank you.
3: Yeah. I've missed you guys. It's it's cool being back Your here. trivia score... Not is exactly the same as <laughs> what it would did. have been if it was here let's totally be real fair. let's the carry the one still there we that's made double sure. digits we got where <laughs> we needed to be adam has so. been carrying the one actually has he been carrying yeah, the one every time. week appreciate yeah. it yeah it's yeah. heavy it's heavy uh, it's not
1: for yours though i've been carrying it for david oh it's, it's switched people mm, i'm sorry i feel like that's my fault <laughs> i'm just trying to carry the team you know
0: what I'm saying?
3: you you are carrying the team thanks well, played.
1: <laughs> well we have a good
0: episode this week we're in december tech Techember, I think, as we were talking uh, No, December. It. Sorry, December. Uh, December. So we got a whole bunch of stuff. So first of all, Epic has officially beat Google in its antitrust trial, which has some interesting implications. Uh, Google also has this new AI storyteller. It's not out, but we got to hear about it, and it's pretty amazing, pretty insane, actually. Um, also, we got to watch spatial videos on the Vision Pro, which we'll talk about as well. But first, we've got an update on a couple little things. Uh, Remember that Gemini video we talked about last time, which was a demo of the new large language model and Google's multimodal abilities with AI. It was uh, heavily edited, as we suspected. Yeah, and I still think that's okay. That's my hot take. Is I still think that's okay. Not a lot of people agree with that. A lot of people are very angry that mm. Google so heavily edited. I thought it. I thought everyone kind of knew that that was edited, but the way they presented it. When you watch it back is <laughs> very misleading. It makes you think they just start drawing and immediately start getting cues in real time from Google and super high speed, and that's not exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's very curated. They tried a bunch of stuff ahead of time. They're using this video to demonstrate what it's capable of, right. But it's not an actual demo. Did you watch this video, Andrew?
3: I didn't see the whole thing. I saw like people saying, oh, this was fake. So I, I, I have not been able to keep up with the news very okay. well. So I'm going to be the yep. passenger here. But I am interested in this because it does seem a little weird to have a heavily edited video. Even if you are a type of person who expects it to be kind of like that, you have to go in understanding most people won't and yeah. think that it's yeah. real. There are people who thought Tesla yeah. bot was real. So let's yeah step I mean, back a little bit. The guy in the bit. dancing
5: suit or the actual one? <laughs> I Wait, agree. Tesla Bot was a guy in a suit? <laughs> the, the first one. The dancing Tesla the Bot dancing was a guy one. in a suit. But the yeah. one that slowly walked on stage ominously,
0: that was. That was probably even, a sort of along the lines of Boston Dynamics scripted heart choreography. But yeah. No flesh. No flesh. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. robots don't have flesh.
3: Well, the, no. That's the thing the, else the prospect is worried of about. A man in a suit is thrown he's out saying. of there. Uh, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, can you
4: explain it real yeah. quick? Yeah. So, so for people that didn't see this video yet, um, last Wednesday Google announced its new Gemini model, which has three versions. There's a like a mini version that goes on your phone. There's a pro version, which is uh, basically in the cloud and is supposed to power Bard. And then there's an ultra version because of course everything has to be ultra mm-hmm. and Pro nice. Max now. Pro Max. Yeah. And that one is. in in the servers and is gonna be for enterprise applications. So, Google released this video that showed the multimodal capabilities of its Ultra model. And they said in the beginning of the video, We want to show you some of our favorite things that we figured out it could do. And they had this, like, really fast-paced, like, no-stops video where some guy, like, starts to draw a duck slowly. And it's like, what do you you see? And he's like, it's like, oh, you're drawing something. Oh, it looks like a duck now. And then he shades it in. And he's like, oh, it's a blue duck now. And then he puts a a rubber duck on it. And it's like, oh, you put a rubber duck on the table. That's just like the duck that you just drew. Mm -hmm. And then just does all this crazy stuff in a very fast-paced, like, it's like a -a four-and-a-half-minute video where it's just nonstop, like, movements of, like, really complex tasks and very multimodal capabilities. And it seems really awesome. And I sent it to Marquez and Adam, like, the morning it dropped, and I said, watch this. We've got to talk about it on the pod. It's really cool. And then, like, a day later, they were like, (laughs) yeah, so, like, it wasn't live video. Like, it was individual prompts that we asked it about a thing that we put on the table, and also the things we put on the table weren't the same same things we showed you. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, it was like It was more of a,
3: (laughs) that's further (laughs) than, yeah. yeah. I could under, like, kind of understand if it's, like, processing and taking a while to process, and then, like, you cut in between that and make it seem like it's a little snappier, which still seems not great, but. but To me. But we didn't even show you the real thing. Yeah, (laughs) it was, like, a little much,
0: much. It was more of a demo of just, here's what Google's multimodal AI could look like. Yeah. And <laughs> but that's not what they said. But that's not what they said. They <laughs> right. definitely presented it as here is what we made. Yeah.
3: That feels And in the future it will. In that, the future it probably will. That seems cool, but like I think part of that, the fact that they chose something that was so simple and like it feels like you wouldn't fake it to fake it feels almost like they were trying to There was a there bunch was, of
4: stuff that was cool. Like, he pulled a map over, and he was like, what's this? And it's like, it's a map of the Earth. And he's like, can you create a game for me based on the map? And it just generates this new game. Okay, like, that's a big. Here's cool, some man. rules for this game. And you put your, you're on Antarctica, and you put your tiles on here. Mm-hmm. And it does, like, a lot of really interesting, okay. cool stuff. Um, that's but, cooler and a little more
3: reasonable to be like, okay, this is what it's going to do. Yeah. Now maybe this could be fake, but, like, the Billy Madison blue duck thing. Right. Like, <laughs> and come to on, to that's to just-
4: Like the prompts that it delivered, like the responses it delivered were similar to like everything that it showed. It's just that you had to prompt it and then it would be like processing. Boom. But instead it was like he wasn't even asking it questions a lot of the time. It was just like like throwing things in and he's like, Oh, it's this and and he's like, Oh hey, and he just talks to it like back and forth. But anyway, I just I was sad. Cool,
3: I get the backlash from how you're describing it. I totally understand.
4: There's a reason I'm wearing these glasses.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's good to know for for audio listeners Marquez (laughs) is currently wearing the ray sunglasses.
0: yeah I I didn't even mention that no my take on this is like I I think the multimodal stuff is super cool and I might have even said this in the last pod which is alright this multimodal thing is just in the ultra model and we might not get our hands on it or be able to use it anytime soon until someone else comes along and makes some other cool multimodal thing, and then Google feels pressured to push theirs to the forefront because they've had it too, and then GPT has multimodal, and suddenly they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, These meta glasses that I'm wearing got an early access update a day ago Mm -hmm. that enables their multimodal AI function. So there's a meta assistant in these, these glasses, which you can think about it what you want. It's not that great. It's not even Siri level, but it does some stuff. It's internet connected, and it's now also connected to the camera on the front of them. So before... I'm going to try to do a demo of this with, like, Mm. pointing it at my ear. So before I could go, hey, Meta, what's the
2: weather tomorrow? In Kearney, New Jersey, United States, it will be sunny on Thursday, December 14th, with a high temperature of 41 Fahrenheit and a low temperature.
3: So you can hear that, right? It just says the weather. How have we not made, like, answers more, like, conversational? and Like, why can't it just be like, it'll be 71 in Kearney tomorrow? I know. I think it, it's
0: trying to confirm that it understood my question, Yeah,
3: you so can, it's like, but it's still, it sure. always goes way too long. I know. Imagine asking someone like, David, do you know what the weather's going to be tomorrow? In Kearney,
4: New Jersey, tomorrow, it will be sunny, and it will be 41 degrees
0: Fahrenheit. Well, the one time that you ask it, what's the weather, and it thinks you're asking what's the weather in Cupertino, and then it says 55, and it's totally wrong, you'll want to know that it's wrong. No, because... I'm saying
3: it could say Carney, but like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's taking way too I mean, long. Just yeah, to just let much. me know.
0: Either way, there's okay. an update. That lets me ask specifically and I have to say this exact um, phrase every time. <laughs> hey Meta, look and tell me what you see. <laughs> and so you just heard that
2: photo thing? Yeah. I see two people sitting in a radio studio, wearing headphones and facing towards microphones. They appear to be hosting a show or podcast.
4: That's pretty Isn't
3: crazy not That, kinda good. Sick? that was pretty sick solid. As hell,
4: dude.
2: Didn't I say one scene bad, That's mad, but...
3: super cool.
0: <laughs> I've tried this in a bunch of different spaces, and it's accurately portrayed. I walked over to the door where Cadence was sitting, and I petted her, and I said, what do you see? And it said, I see a dog. It's one of these two breeds, and it's sitting in front of a glass door. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't ask for any of that, but that's pretty good. Hey, Meta, make it funnier.
2: Sure. Here's a revised version with a bit of humor. Well, well, well look what we have here. It's two people sitting in a radio studio, looking like they're about to host the most epic podcast ever. They've got their headphones on, their mics are ready, and they're staring intensely into the camera like they're trying to hypnotize us with their broadcasting skills. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're secretly planning to take over the world with their podcasting powers. I guess we'll just have to tune in to find out. Come on,
3: that great. It's funny because of how I can cringe it is like
4: that's... that's about as funny as people are on Facebook. So I'm not pretty surprised. much. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. Anytime you say make it funnier, that's about as good as you <laughs> can. Yeah. Expect.
1: Can I say my favorite story with these things? Yeah. Uh, when you were walking around <laughs> testing it yesterday, you came <laughs> so, up to like so <laughs> to David Ellis and I like by our little desk s- situation and you were like, hey, meta, show me the like, what is this thing? and then you just blankly stare yeah. off into space for like 3 seconds and it's directional audio so we can't hear what it's talking about yeah Mark. we can't so hear every Mark has it. every time Marquez asks asked a question he's just like like mouth open just staring into the abyss just like, oh, like <laughs>
5: controller unplugged yeah. yeah in sunglasses too <laughs> yeah. which adds
4: like a whole layer of just like weekend at bernie's energy
3: yeah uh i'm assuming this is more for you can ask it questions based on what you're seeing. Because yeah. if you're just yes. going around being like yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean that is what they showed. Yeah. Uh, is that part of it? Have you tried that?
0: That is part of it. So there are a couple of demos and I haven't gone through all of these but I, like I said I was testing it yesterday. You can point it at a menu and ask what are the spicy things on the menu? You can point hmm. it at something in a different language and say does it say anything about this rule anywhere on this on this parking can, sign? Can you guys say how much protein? Oh, I was, can Literally. you point it at a handful of almonds Literally. and ask
3: how, many, how much it, protein If you is? point it at a food
0: <laughs> label, it seems to be very good at reading. So I actually do think if you pointed it at a food label label. it it would be able to find how much protein is in something i don't know if it you just looked at beans if it would know but like Mm. it's pretty good Mm. it's pretty good at text it wouldn't know if it
3: looked at beans because that's impossible
0: almonds fair it's (laughs) probably not going to be it's not good and it's also pretty good at like deflecting on questions that don't really have an answer like i held up an iphone and an android phone next to each other and said look and tell me which one's better and it said okay look (laughs) i can't tell you Which one's better? Just by looking at it, it's probably not a good idea to pick one of these two high-end smartphones just based on appearance alone, but these are two really good phones, and you'll probably have some pros and cons with each one.
3: Can we test to see how far it's willing to go by setting up the trolley problem in real life? And you're at the <laughs> yeah. lever, and can you say, Man, front should I the pull trolley. the lever? Do I pull the <laughs> lever? Oh, I'll, I'll lay yes. on the ground. <laughs> and then I, the rest of us will lay on the <laughs> other side. And yeah, then... yeah.
4: I will actually do. I'll, I'll try this. Also, yes. we tried to Ellis was or Adam was wearing it. Someone was wearing a jersey. Ellis was wearing a jersey, mm-hmm. and it had text on it that said the Blue Jays or whatever. And we said translate what I what you see to Spanish and it did it so it's so, actually yeah. pretty cool the like, future team of
3: Shohei Otani yeah just kidding no. it's it. even better a dod- he's a
4: dodger now he's or a something? dodger yeah.
3: now
0: sorry let's go
3: <laughs>
0: LA getting all the stars I see anyway, it. it is the
3: only person who was happy about both of those rumors <laughs> potentially <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so, yeah, you know, I think the multimodal stuff is cool. I am happy that it's actually just, like, spilling out into our real lives and, like, actual people can use this product and try it out today if they just have the newest version of the app and the early access program. It's cool. So, I feel like we're going to start seeing a lot more of this stuff pretty soon. Yeah.
4: I think multimodal, multimodal is, like, kind of the future of these LLMs. Yeah. So. And it may sort of reveal what they're, like, better at than just chatbots. Right. Because we're all doing the chatbot
0: thing, mm-hmm. but... This could be cool. Exactly. Look at a sink and be like, how do I fix this? <laughs> You're going to need... Oh, I pointed at... I had a product. I had an e- that Ethernet cable yesterday, and oh. I just looked at the bag, and it told me what kind of cable it was, how long the cable was. It just read everything on the thing and told me oh. like, the important things. It was pretty cool.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Even though I can read. it, I can read.
0: <laughs> but if I couldn't read, wow, that would be useful. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, one more update yeah. from last week. <clears throat> Beeper Mini. Are, Are you yeah. still using beeper mini
4: um no trying to <laughs> so so last we we have a habit of having very unfortunate timing here on the waveform podcast it's, it's a curse we record on wednesdays and a lot of stuff often happens between wednesday and friday uh so last wednesday our whole episode was about beeper mini because it came out on tuesday and it was great and it was working and then wednesday night or wednesday early evening in the the east coast of the united states all of a sudden it stopped working And uh, it seemed that Apple had cut Beeper Mini off at the source, which was a big Hmm. bummer. Impressive. Yeah, it just stopped working for everybody. And they went into full-on, like, we got to fix this over the weekend mode. And they sort of did. Um, They got it working again, but only through your Apple ID email address. You have to sign in with your Apple ID, which not having to sign in with that was one of the perks. Oh. And then uh, the other thing was that they said that they're going to bring back the phone number registration login thing eventually but no one really knows when so people went and they review bombed the app which was a <laughs> bummer i don't know it's it's not it works again so if you want to use it with your Apple ID, it's still got all the benefits that Beeper Mini had originally, which is it's all local on device. It's not bouncing off an, uh, a Mac mm. Mini server somewhere. It's going directly to Apple servers. So if you're okay with using mm. just your Apple ID email address and having your all your text messages go through your email, it works again. But it's, it's not the same as it was. And I think that... This story, especially since it came out right after the Sunbird stuff, kind of reveals that Apple is not just going to, like, let people do this. Apple is
0: reading everything as fast as we are. Yeah. And is fixing things in real time. Yeah.
3: Like, in real time. Because
4: it was only up for, like, two and a half days. Yeah, it took less than 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: When I saw the podcast title, I think I, like, saw the podcast in the morning (laughs) and it was called, like, (laughs) iMessage for Android for for real this time. And then I was, like... That's not going to be the last time we used this title. And I think the news came out like a couple hours later. And then we so. changed
4: it to <laughs> I'm android <laughs> for Realist time question mark. <laughs> By the, when
3: that title is the official for real title of the podcast, <laughs> we'll all be far off of this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
4: probably true. Although RCS hands. is coming. It is coming. So. Exclamation point. <laughs> but also a question mark because we don't know how they'll implement it. Not yeah. sure about encryption. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fair. We
3: David should. also wanted to say that we are recording this Wednesday. Oh, right. And it comes out Friday. Oh, God. And just in case the same thing from last week yeah. happens, who knows what's going to happen on Friday? Right, like exactly. By Friday. Yeah. So,
4: if Beeper Mini has the phone number thing again by Friday, I apologize.
3: It could have it and lose it by Friday. That's also <laughs> true. <laughs>
4: That's also true.
0: PSA, we tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried. Sorry. Okay. One more thing. Uh, Google
4: did... At least there was an article. I don't actually know if Google officially announced this. Yeah. Is this just an article? It's an article because it, there's no guarantee if it will be released to the public yet. Okay. Uh, right now, it seems like an internal project. Right. So I saw this Android Police article reporting on Google building an internal
0: tool that's kind of an AI storyteller that uses and is trained on data about you. And it's multimodal. It's looking at your emails, messages, Google account, photos you've taken... Things in your Google account
4: to be able to tell the story of your life. Yeah. And it can guess a lot about you. It's sort of like a a a personal biographer in a way. Oh, my goodness. And I kind of think that this is sort of a response to Apple's journal app. That's sort of my hot take on this. Hmm. Because the Apple journal app... It takes a bunch of information from your phone like it can take your health data and it can take like a bunch of it can take your text message if you let it and it can take a bunch of random information Mm -hmm. and like use that to prompt you about like what you did that day and what you should be writing about. And in a way, like Apple is trying to have you keep a more detailed timeline of your life, which they will probably prompt you to do something with that information in the future. Yeah. And it like it seems like Google is kind of trying to do a similar thing because it already has like in Google Photos, you've got the like on this day, remember this thing, and it creates these videos and all these things. Yep. And at the end of the day, people are all different, but they're not that different, and so it can kind of it can it said it can guess what your hobbies are. Based on a bunch reasonable. of random stuff about you, which I makes can sense. see, it,
1: yeah. no yeah. way it's going to guess that I like
4: watches and stuff. Not <laughs> at all. Impossible. That's a, it's not like it's just half of the pages. photos in your Google Photos, <laughs> well, yeah, or No, just, not at all half the
3: receipts in your email or <laughs> yeah. like shipping notifications. No, yeah. I think
0: that part doesn't seem that hard actually.
3: No, yeah. that's super easy. It already it, probably
0: it, knows all that stuff about. This me. is,
3: I, I think, one of the biggest things here, at least for people who have like we all had emails before Gmail, right? We were all yeah.
4: Like, I was on KOL. KOL, the
3: Kids, Kids online. at had
0: Comcast.net.
3: Comcast. I had a Yahoo. I had an AOL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of Hotmail, all the fun ones. So, like, it won't have any of that. So, I guess it'll only go back so far. Yeah. Um,
4: I did I, get a I, Gmail in super early beta, though. Did you? Yeah.
3: What's your. I don't want to dox you. Do you have a. You're just. Never What's mind. I'm email? not going to dox your email.
4: I don't want to <laughs> do that. Sorry. We'll bleep it. What's your email address? <laughs> Is it cool? Wait on no. <laughs> Never I mind. was like 12. Never dude. mind. <laughs> of
3: course, that's, that's totally cool. fair.
4: Man. <laughs> totally fair. Thinking
3: about old screen names is one of the cringiest things I can I, ever I used think to be of.
4: the cat lord on all my gamer tags. Honestly, I think that's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah,
3: yeah, this like, it's funny you bring it up versus Google Photos and the like, remember this day, because I think that's one of the coolest things ever. Like I actually showed how that works to my mother-in-law this weekend because she was talking about like doing albums for her son's wedding and stuff like that. I was like, Google has all of this in your phone already. Mm -hmm. Just name the faces and like, it'll auto do it. She's like, this is so cool. It's a little scarier going through my text messages and emails and Mm -hmm. stuff
4: like that. And, um... The funny uh, thing just, is if I'm talking to a friend and they're like, remember when we did that thing? Like, when did we do that? Like, I don't. Was it in April of last year of like five years ago? Like it might have been. And I'll be I'll just be like, I'll just look at my Google photos and look at yeah. April mm-hmm. of last year. And or you could just was. literally search for whatever. Yeah. Thing yeah the place. And it'll the just things. find mm-hmm.
1: it. Right. Yeah. It's really good. Right. I found restaurants that way. Where we were like, Oh, where did we eat again? And it's like, I look for the picture I took of the food or something like that. that Or the menu or something. Yeah. And then it'll
4: just like have the GPS location. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're just asking permission to do all of that for you. Which I think the reason it there's no guarantee it will be released to the public is because they don't really know what the public perception of like, take everything about me ever. They will
0: have to really package this nicely. Like one of my biggest not pet peeves, but one of the most annoying things that I get asked to do multiple times, which is this is a very unrelatable thing, is to write a short bio about myself. Oh, I like, hate Can you it. just give us a headshot and a short bio? And I hate writing that bio. Me too. I never, and I've been able to just ask ChatGPT for a bio of myself. That's what but I Most did. people can't do that.
4: Yeah. So this is uh, this is your short bio right here. Yeah. For the Vox Media podcast website, when I had to write one <laughs> for, <laughs> for Waveform, yeah. I asked ChatGPT to write one for me, and it there did. There you go. This
3: one would have been a little more. Yeah. Yeah. If it's doing like hobbies, it would probably see like. You seem to be starting a new hobby. Yeah. You've already stopped doing this one, <laughs> this one, this one, and this one. Maybe
4: we should put a little Take more research into your this. your eating routine, too, <laughs> which I'm like... I don't. Oh, know it's gonna, like, routine. pick your eating routine? No, it can, like, it can mm-hmm. guess what your eating routine. I'm guessing it's, like, what foods you eat the most or something. That's And it probably takes harder. that from, like, receipts of, like, Uber Eats receipts or, like, photos of food that you eat a I lot. I guess if
3: you're doing a lot of that. Yeah. like David Or you buy it.
4: something with, like, the card and Google Pay or yeah, something. Yeah, if, if it's oh, just true.
3: doing my photos, it's gonna think I'm eating, like, the sickest meals because I only take pictures at, like, yeah, restaurants I've spent, like, years of. waiting to go to and stuff like that. Andrew but. loves five-star meals every day. <laughs>
0: Yeah. seems yeah. like he only eats once a week, but it's always <laughs> it's amazing. A sh- it's like caviar. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot more to talk about. It's that time of year. But of course, we should take a break. So before we do that, trivia.
1: Oh, I haven't heard this noise in so long. Trivia. So first question, hmm. Castor and Pollux what? are two bright stars in the northern hemisphere that make up what constellation?
0: No. What did a, you choose Is this, this a tech question?
4: It can be. Is that... Spe- oh. oh, I know.
0: Uh,
4: <laughs> that's a tech question. I see what you did there. Me too. Got it. Got it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well just be on leave again.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I'm writing it down, so... We'll forget. be right back. <laughs> Support for Waveform comes from Coda. So it can be tough to stay organized when your team is spread across time zones. With Coda, you can help keep your whole team on the same page with an all-in-one collaborative workspace that brings together the best of documents, spreadsheets, and apps into one platform. That means less time ping-ponging between different tabs and tools and more time on your projects. So with Coda's extensive planning capabilities, you can stay aligned when managing planning cycles and while measuring objectives and key results. Plus, you can access hundreds of templates and get inspired by others in Coda's gallery. So over 50,000 teams across the world collaborate with Coda, from the New York Times to Square, uh, from Toast to TED and Uber. So if you want a platform that enables and empowers your team to collaborate effectively and focus on shared goals, you can get started with Coda today for free you can head over to Coda.io slash WAVE. So that's Coda, C-O-D-A dot I-O slash WAVE to get started for free. Coda.io forward slash WAVE. All right, we are back. Let's talk a little bit about some news at the risk of things maybe evolving after we talk about it again. I don't think it will because the trial's over now. Okay, so it was a big trial that lasted many, many months and the result was fascinating. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us about it?
4: Yeah, so uh, basic Top hev- heavy headline, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be saying here. 10,000 foot view. 10,000 foot level. view. Top level. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Um, is that- Macro. <laughs> Epic sued Apple and Google. Uh, the Apple trial happened a couple of years ago. The Google trial just happened and just concluded. And surprisingly, Epic actually beat Google at this anti trial, which is a big deal. They do a Fortnite dance at the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> The head lawyer. (laughs) To get you up to speed about all of this stuff, back in 2020, uh, Apple suddenly removed Fortnite from the App Store. And the reason they did this is because Epic kind of randomly, like spur of the moment implemented a separate payment system inside of the fortnite app on ios that allowed you to purchase V Bucks, which is their in-game currency for cheaper than you could if you just used apple's in-payment system so that was against apple's terms of service correct so they kicked them out of the app store for it right so they kicked them out of the app store but within like a within a couple of hours you guys probably remember this happening they were ready i was just
3: looking back we have like five separate documents of us talking about apple versus or epic versus either apple or google Uh all the way back to episode 98 so over 100 episodes ago yeah
4: it was 2020 when this was happening uh so they got kicked out of the app store and then epic basically filed this 84 page lawsuit or 65 page lawsuit pretty much immediately that was like, Apple is a monopoly, Google is a monopoly, and they also released this crazy video from this 1984 Apple commercial. I
3: forgot about that. Which they
4: parodied.
3: Like, in Fortnite, right?
4: Uh, I think it was just on YouTube.
3: No, like, but the they parodied it using Fortnite. Yeah,
4: and it was called 1980 Fortnite, which is a great name. So using lawsuits as PR is like a thing. Like, For D- Epic. House, D-Brand's D-Brand's doing doing that's true, that's true. It's a true. thing. Yeah. So Tim Sweeney and, and dbrand would be the only two people who <laughs> would do this. Um, Epic was arguing that Apple was operating an effective monopoly with the app store because they don't, app, Apple specifically doesn't allow side loading, so you can't like load on any other app stores onto your phone. Right. And they get to completely set the rules of like how much things cost. And for people that don't know, any time that you buy anything or you do any sort of payment inside of any app that you downloaded from the App Store, which is the only way to get apps on your phone, Mm -hmm. Apple takes 30% of the revenue, which is a lot.
3: That's why we talk about Apple tax all the time. Right. Yeah, that's what we're talking about.
4: Exactly. And when the App Store first got launched, this was actually kind of seen as a deal because uh, Steve Jobs when he introduced the App Store was like, well, normally developers get less than 50% because they have to like package things in physical retail boxes and handle shipping and distri- distribution and all this stuff. Yeah. And so 30% is actually a steal. Um, but clearly over time, that became less and less yeah, of a steal scale. Yeah, and so the trial lasted a long time, but eventually the judge handed down a ruling that said that Apple was mostly right and could enforce its rules on Epic because Epic signed the developer agreement and then a few le- years later was randomly like wait but you have a no- monopoly and it's like well you signed on to this like mm-hmm. you didn't have to sign on to this mm-hmm. but they did find Apple in violation of California's unfair competition law uh, which ordered Apple to allow developers to put buttons external links and other calls to action to allow consumers to purchase things inside of the app but then Apple appealed it and it's probably just going to be an appeals court for like the next forever. Nice. I, th- so I think that's an, happened.
3: <laughs> an interesting point too and why I think the landscape has changed to where the 30% feels tougher. Like a lot. Because like the way we've also sold games is so much different. Previously if you had a package it was a game for 50 bucks and if you were to buy it online and got a 30% split it was once. But you make so much more money on games now when they're free to play mm-hmm. with microtransactions. Right. So like now it's not just you get someone to pay 50 bucks and that's your last thing you ever get from that person. Every- People Dump money. Dump I am money. a Valorant player. I've played League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. You play Dota, Dota, I'm sure. Yeah. It yeah, is very UK. easy to spend $10 I probably every couple $70 weeks.
4: $70 a year on Dota.
3: Yes. Yeah, which is not a lot, I mean
4: it's it's very, very easy. It's kind of a lot. It's super
3: easy to game. do it. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, is I don't even mind it because it's like if I'm playing a game for that long that it stacks up to right. me tossing 20 bucks at it like here every and there, year. It's not a big I deal. I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But like but then when Apple is getting 30% of that every single time, that chunk is gigantic yeah
4: so epic lost the apple case they had to pay apple a f- couple million dollars which sucked and then uh, apple lost that part of the case but then because they appealed it, nothing actually happened so nothing happened great but then they also sh- sued google because basically the same thing happened they also take 30 percent. but that was a different kind of trial because the first trial was just before a judge this trial was with the jury so it mm. was like public opinion versus one person. A big reason this trial was a little bit different too was that they found that Google was giving special deals to certain giant app developers to make them pay way less. Mm. And they were they were offering uh, companies like Spotify and Netflix like, oh, you only have to pay 15% or like they went to some people and were like, you don't even have to pay at all just like beyond, beyond the Google yeah. Play Store. But they yeah. were only doing that bespoke to a number of different app manufacturers. Oh, great. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the big thing that really swung the jury on that one was that they found out that, like, Google had, like, prod they had these operations that they called them where they were, like, getting together a team of people at Google to try to sway these app developers into joining the App Store with a, a lower fee and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, a concerted effort yeah. to have this unfair ruling. And then also... Uh, they auto-deleted all of the messages they sent about these projects. <laughs> they didn't know they were guilty, but they accidentally deleted all the evidence of them doing it. Yeah, got it. I yeah. was,
3: originally when you start this off with Apple won, yeah. and then Google Lots. loses, yeah. it's like, what's different? But that does seem yeah. quite a bit yeah. different. Especially the like special privileges to different ones. It, it basically makes it, which kind of is like what the market is like, though is, is like, but then you have to like play this game of like you want me mm-hmm. give me special mm-hmm. privilege versus like all, yeah. I would like to be on the Google Store and I'm just gonna get right. a worse deal than everyone, which seems, I don't know, it's it's a reflection business of, decisions, It's yeah, annoying the, for the consumer. Yeah.
0: The competitive landscape kind of. I don't want to say force google into that but if you're apple you can sit there and say look we've got the biggest app store you want to be on the app store 30 mm-hmm. percent. what are you going to do mm-hmm. if you're google you're like oh we would love to compete with apple but some of these developers are just making their stuff on the iphone and not on android come on please make one on the android stuff we'll do 15 percent. we'll do 5 we'll percent, and then maybe they start to get more of those deals so they're trying to do that to be competitive yeah but now it's a totally different landscape and that's why it's Coming back to
4: buy. It's crazy to me that they specifically went after the big app developers to give them a lower rate because, like, wouldn't Netflix and Spotify need to be on Android if they want to have any kind of market share in the world? Like, Uh,
3: I also wonder if. So the way Netflix and Spotify work, the amount of money you're buying and putting it or like paying inside
4: the app is so much different but you're much more likely to have a netflix account if you can watch it on your phone yes or a spotify account if you can't use spotify on your phone but when
3: you sign up for netflix or spotify do you sign up on a computer or on your phone therefore yeah. do you get ta- do you get the give it up anyways and then it just auto renews so like right. the amount of money they're losing on that is probably so small so they give that opportunity because they know they're not losing much where if you are epic and you're there are kids that play Fortnite on their it's phone all of the money. they're buying skins through right. that because that's where they buy it all the time and that right. is a lot of money to lose yeah it's a weird thing but you shouldn't be going individually to other companies yeah. and then deleting your emails about it and then right. not giving that deal to other people yeah
4: so Google losing this case was actually like a pretty major deal because there hasn't really been a successful antitrust trial since like the 1990s with Microsoft. Uh, the judge did not rule yet exactly what Google is going to have to do because they lost, but they lost on all counts. So they're probably going to have to reduce the, uh, the, the percentage that they get paid, which is going to be really dumb if Apple doesn't have to, but Google does. But mm-hmm. that just might be how it is. Um, And then they already allow sideloading of different app stores because, you know, there's like the Samsung app Mm -hmm. store and like all these different things. But they pop up messages when you sideload things that say, this is potentially really unsafe, which I think is uh, fair because, you know, they can't control what you're sideloading and... If you side with like something fair. dangerous. But but apparently that was seem as unfair. So I don't know. They oh. lost it, and uh, the judge is going to apparently decide in January or February what they're going to have to do for losing it pay a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> and change some stuff. <laughs> I think it's going to be more than paying money. Yeah. It's you don't gonna think be they're just going to try to appeal it again? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> sure. Sure. It's they
3: just won. so weird hearing Google lost on all accounts and not thinking they're just going to delay this and nothing will actually change. Yeah. But it, I'm assuming it does. I also would say, if we wonder why they would have to put the pr- the percentage down and Apple wouldn't, my guess is because there's proof that Google has, which proves that there isn't Uh-oh. one specific fee. If Apple yeah. is actually always keeping 30 percent no matter what, yeah. then I guess they can at least say like it's the same for everyone yeah. where it's like, well, Google, you changed it up. You reap what
4: you said. Apple yeah. did preemptively add some stipulations to its things uh, between the beginning of the epic trial and ending, I believe, where developers who made less than one million dollars mm. did like only had to pay like 15 percent or something like that. But that also makes up less than five percent of their revenue from yeah. from it. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. I think in January, February, we'll we'll see how this works. But it seems like it could have some pretty major implications because, you know, these two app stores are basically how we get all of our information in the world when we're not using a dedicated computer. I think
3: it's also when we first started talking about this, I was like, this is going to last so long. Fortnite is going to be a completely dead game by then. But, man, Epic has done a great job at keeping that game super, super relevant yeah. and popular. It's mm-hmm. probably going through one of the biggest Changes like spikes ever, ever right now. Yeah. And people are playing it. It's the most I've ever seen people playing Fortnite again since it like first popped off. Wow. So they're doing something right over there. They're
4: finally turning it into their metaverse that they wanted it to be when metaverse was a popular term. <laughs>
3: So. Uh, they're turning into a really good game with a lot of different options yeah. to play things. I mean, they just launched
4: like a, a Lego version game. and yeah. a racing version. It's... And a rock band version.
3: Oh, yeah, they did yeah. There are no There's so many anymore. cool... Yeah. Well, the <laughs> biggest thing that happened was they brought back the original map, which is like... Yeah, but
4: they got rid of it, didn't they?
3: I think it was like a... one. a, a like, temporary a, thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, the one that I
4: jumped out of the bus in YouTube Rewind. Into, yes.
3: <laughs> is this yes. what you wanted?
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wait to see what happens in January, but that's a pretty interesting story. We'll so. see that.
3: We'll finish this up in episode 300. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically.
4: Yeah.
0: All right, one more thing. Uh, we did get to revisit the Apple Vision Pro. Right. Uh, and what we did was watch spatial videos and look at some panoramas and photos just using the Photos app in the Vision Pro. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I've used the Vision Pro several times now uh got fitted to my head several times put it on taking it off several times the same things keep striking me about it which is this thing is built so well this thing is so heavy and this thing has an incredible set of displays Mm -hmm. like those things keep hitting me over and over and over every time i use it's the eye tracking weird every time it's very intuitive yeah it is so intuitive like i have my hand in my lap and i'm just looking at stuff and just just selecting it it's that, that's still super great. Yeah. But what, what, what we got to do is now look at some of the photos and videos that we'd taken on our own iPhone, and there's an iOS 17.2 update that's out now, where if you have a, I think it's a pro iPhone only, iPhone 15 Pro or yeah. Pro Max, yeah. you can take spatial videos on your phone. They must be landscape, because the two cameras are next mm-hmm. to each other, and the difference between them gives you the stereo spatial depth, whatever. Shoot a bunch of spatial videos, and got to watch them back on the phone. Mm-hmm. Basically, they look pretty cool still a little gimmicky. I don't know that I'm going to shoot everything in spatial now just because you have that ability. It does knock you down to 1080p. The one thing I'll say is the spatial effect, the depth effect is super strong when you're within like one to three feet of Mm -hmm. your subject. So you get up close to something, a subject, a kid, a pet, something like that, then the spatial effect becomes very dramatic and you're like, wow, this is so different and so 3D. But if you're just looking at someone five feet away or across the room or like a building or a lens, whatever, it just doesn't look that different. I have a quick yeah. question about this.
1: Yeah. yeah, you said it's only for the 15 Pro. Yeah, yeah, not the 14 Pro. Correct. Which also has three cameras.
3: No. Spaced okay. Apart. The reason. Yeah.
4: Give me the reason. Okay. Tell me. Yeah. So they, the like, environment. A <laughs> 16 bionic. Yeah. So they they moved the orientation of the cameras. So in order to do this, you have to shoot parallax. Which and if you have to shoot parallax, you have to have the same plane where the wide angle camera and the main camera sensor are. They have to be in the exact same plane. And then they have to crop into the, the wide-angle camera to be the exact same shot, basically, as the main camera.
3: So the 14 Pro, it was telephoto on the bottom and wide on the right? I, and now that's swapped, so those two are in the
4: it same? It was either telephoto on the bottom and wide on the right, or or it wasn't, like, perfectly aligned with it.
3: Well, so the like two that. leftmost cameras need to be the wide and the ultra-wide, yes. right? Yeah. So that was not what it was the And they also need 14.
4: to be, like, on the exact
1: same plane so
0: this and is the so, first set of cameras that they actually satisfy all of those things right and can shoot spatial without some crazy computational so i was
1: just going to say there's no way they can do a crazy google, computational solution google there. would <laughs>
0: figure that out yeah and it would be would. like half as good but you'd be like whoa that's impressive computational. yeah and apple is just going get the new phone i already like, yeah. know how you <laughs> could
4: do this computationally but yes it would be yeah like hard. i
1: get that it's not on the same plane but the angles differences doesn't change from phone to phone. Yeah, like but it would have gonna... to
4: it would have to interpret the shot differently. You yeah. would have to do warping and like all you that have stuff. to like hire people to like figure <laughs> that out and
3: stuff. <laughs> Apple's <laughs> leaner <laughs> than you think. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well yeah. So th- that's the reason it's only on the pro models right now, um, because the regular iPhone 15 it's uh, a diagonal set. to each other. So, yeah. the rumor, the big rumor, because usually what Apple does is they introduce a new feature and it's only in the pro but not in the regular one. And then the next year, that pro feature comes to the regular one. The big rumor is that next year, the regular model will still only have two cameras, but they will be linearly aligned instead of par- um, uh, diagonal. That
3: to each begs other. the question though. They're going back to what it used to be like. Yeah,
4: it looks which like Which is an kind of
3: funny. Now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true.
0: Here's another possible solution. The regular iPhones never get it, and you only have in the Pro <laughs> because it's the Vision Pro. You need was the Pro say. iPhone for the Vision Pro. Yeah, we
4: don't have regular Apple Vision yet.
3: Oh well, yeah. Here's well, one step further. The 16 true. comes out and they disable it from the 15 Pro. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Don't count it out. I got Don't you, Apple. Count Don't count it out. <laughs>
0: so what were the panoramas like? So I got to shoot or look at a bunch of the panoramas. Essentially there's two ways to view a panorama. One is it's up on your wall and it's just this really wide image, mm-hmm. which is cool, and there is a little bit of a parallax so you can sort of look into oh. the edges of the panorama, which it's cropping out a little organically. Huh. Okay. And then the other is you hit the panorama icon and it fills your view. So if you have a really, really wide panorama, way wider than two by one, it will fill your view and you can literally turn your head and look 180 degrees at the entire picture as if you're in the scene. Hmm. Not too dissimilar from, remember when you took a street view photo, you remember what were they called? Photospheres? Photospheres. Not too dissimilar from Photospheres. Okay. Interesting. Just without the top and the bottom part. Right. So it's that.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. How long until they put this in the sphere in Vegas? In this sphere?
0: Well, this, you need a sphere sphere. You need, like, a, the top and the bottom was what made Photospheres so cool. Man, I miss
4: Photospheres. Me too. <laughs> Those are cool. Some of the first Google Photos images that I have at all are Photospheres, Same. and they are nightmare fuel. <laughs> because, <laughs> because the stitching is... Because the stitching is awful, and people move around, and there's, like, one video where, like, my friend and I, like, I'm the top half of the body, and she's the <laughs> bottom half of the body, and it's really disconcerting. They could bring that back with way more computational smarts, and they could be amazing. Yeah, totally. They could do it. They sh- they probably will. Because ev- all of this VR, like, AR stuff, I would imagine that there's going to be yeah. more of that. Because Apple's doing that with a 2D, like, panoramic image. But, like, right. they- Apple could easily have you do a, you know, full yeah. capture.
0: I could picture a world where on the next iPhone or with the next Pixel phone or whatever, you just stand in place and kind of like scanning your face for face ID, you just point your phone all around yeah. you like a magic wand. And once you've hit all the spots, it'll stitch it all together into this, like... Photosphere. Yeah. it's literally it's a, a good, literally it's a great name. It's a sphere, sphere
4: of, of photos stitched together yeah. where you can just look around this image that you're in. And now that they have wide angle cameras, which they did not have back in 2016, yeah. or actually that was like 2012. Stitching. The Photosphere was early. Yeah. I was using it on my Galaxy S3, Galaxy Nexus
0: for me. Yeah,
3: yeah. I never yeah. used them.
0: It wasn't that. It was at the time <laughs> it was pretty niche. Yeah, it was like wow. You know how you can like step in like the Google Maps like like yeah, look at Street yeah. View stuff. Yeah, you can take your own. Yeah. And for, like, the six of us nerds, we were like, I can take <laughs> own. Yeah, it And start taking them.
4: Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. Do you know when they killed Photosphere? Is this a tr- <laughs> Not a trivia question, just random <laughs> yeah. I remember them killing it. Um, when did
1: they kill it? I'm yeah, surprised
3: they did. they did. They don't usually do so, that. So that's it's what I
1: thought. So turns out they got rid of it right before the Pixel 8. Oh. Which is like very
3: recent. recent. Does very that mean recent. you could go find a, like, Pixel 6 or something? Or to probably. me,
4: that says they're going to update it in some really fancy way are you mm-hmm. saying it was still in the pixel Six yeah. ui it, and it was 7. somewhere
3: deep in the oh, settings or something whoa.
4: that's, that's awesome. crazy
0: huh i should have been taking them all these years yeah i could put them in the vision <laughs> pro
3: when you search google photosphere it just says google and then the link says photosphere it says no information is available on this page then it says learn why <laughs>
4: learn why <We> <laughs> Oh, another little news blurb. So originally the Vision Pro, the rumor was it was going to come out in March, and now the rumor is that it's going to come out in January, which means we're oh. only a month away. Yo, I'm ready. Which I'm ready for. I'm ready. I'm excited. I so. hope that's a correct rumor. Hopefully blur. that's a correct rumor. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. So. I can't wait to come back and you guys are we're in, all just jacked in. in the metaverse. I'm going to have to
0: start doing neck muscle exercises. because yeah. Like I said, F1. I won a thing for 15 minutes and I was ready to take it out. You on. can do the
3: F1. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thing yeah. where they like pull, pull the on elastic. your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I need that.
0: I yeah. need that. I need that F one exercise. Sweet. All right, we got to take a quick break, but before we do, one more trivia question.
5: Question number two: Google just released their new large language model Gemini, named after the zodiac sign. It's twins. So, with that twin theme in mind, where did Google? How did Google arrive at the name Gemini for their new large language model? And I have some multiple choices to guide you guys. A. To trick us. The merger of Lambda and Palm 2. Those are both previous large language models by Google, right? Or maybe just transformer models. doesn't matter. B. It's the merger of DeepMind and Google Brain, which if you may remember, we actually covered in another trivia question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I got it right. C. (laughs) Show off. (laughs) It's a reference to NASA's Gemini missions, which paved the way for the Apollo missions. Or D. Google secretly created a virtual environment. Where Lambda and Palm Two could argue about the name of Google's new LLM. After several hours of closed-loop processing, they came to the name. I really hope it's. That's bad. what I it yeah, anyway. to be. It's
3: <laughs> really bad. Oh man. That's just how they make all their decisions That'd be now incredible. at Google. Incredible.
4: <laughs> That'd be amazing. Use that. Yeah.
0: Use that. That's all right. That's all a right. fun. That's a fun. Don't know that one. Cool. <laughs> we'll get to the answers at the end of the show, like usual. Be right back.
3: So
0: all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at oris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte. Team up. Fight on.
3: All right. Welcome back. Um, since I've missed a few weeks, there's a couple of things I saw you guys got to talk about. And I thought maybe we could go over a couple of them that I have a, a thought or two on. You've been dying
0: to chime and, in. I've
3: been dying to chime in. I also haven't had the chance to watch all the episodes, so maybe I'm repeating. But when I look through the notes, it seemed like I it was something a little different. So see your thoughts on it. See if you disagree with me. See if I'm just repeating the same stuff. Okay, it's like um, a best
4: of, but for four weeks.
3: Oh, yeah. Actually, the first thing. Can someone grab the standby? Me go? Oh, it's set up. It's, it's, set, setup. Set. it's set Yeah. Oh, okay. you haven't seen that? I yet? haven't seen it yet. Oh, I, oh, saved, oh. I saved it when David was out because I really wanted David to be here. And then my daughter came, and then I missed the week that we did it. So, But I still wanted to make sure David's here. Something, the next thing I have is the humane AI pin, which I missed, even though we've been talking about for a very long time. You didn't miss much. And I kind of, well, the thing is, is I kind of before mentioned my biggest issue with it, which is the thing so many tech things have tried, that's using a camera to try and calculate the amount of calories or macronutrients or stuff of food. Yes, I do not think this is possible with any technology that we have right now because there are way too many variables to ever be able to do this. I hear me out. I will, but I'll
0: I disagree. Already. Combine all of the tech we already have mm-hmm. plus
3: with just vision
0: with vision plus Google's. Alleged technology that knows so much about your life that it can predict the way you would prepare that food.
3: No, because what <laughs> if you go to a restaurant? It knows. What you if you way. have the wrong cooking oil at home that day? It
0: knows you're at a restaurant because of your GPS location when you ask. But how does it know what they prepared? Yeah, well, how does it, it know for? how, how oil they? oil they used? How does like, it know the exact it could take an size. average of it won't what be, that dish be. It won't be, be exact, yeah. but it'll be closer than.
3: Which of. feels like not the reason to be counting. Like nutrients, like yeah. you generally are wanting to be pretty s- precise on and that, and I'll say with yeah.
4: the with like the almond example, mm-hmm. right. Theoretically, what you could do is you could use the vision to semantically understand these are eight almonds, eight almonds, and then fetch nutritional information for almonds and then do the calculation and then come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't currently do that. Are they salted? Are they candied? I mean, unsalted? Like, there's just even in just that situation, which
3: seems like the easiest one possible. Yeah. That's a wildly different amount of.
5: Marquez is right. Like we have the technology to get this done, whether or not like a camera. You know, if you had some sort of like you need some sort of like blunt force driver to homogenize the food, <laughs> and then you put it <laughs> in a chamber that has a sensor that could sort of chemically detect Isn't... what was going on, and then for the nutritional value, it would get sent to another chamber that would you know use acid to render it down into its core parts. Isn't the way we find out? Caloric, and then, like, like, and then a large. We can have a before. large language <laughs> model, you know, take all that <laughs> info and explain to you. Yeah, and then just probably just works. eject it at the end.
3: I just need a. <laughs> it just needs a robotic mouth that chews the food and figures it That's all out I'm from saying. that, and then yeah. baby birds It'd it back so into my mouth.
5: If you went to a restaurant and you're like, oh, I'll have my AI tell me the full mac- the macronutrients, and then a full humanoid Terminator <laughs> eats all of your okay, food and speaking is
4: like, of robotic <laughs> mouths. <laughs> Did you guys see this thing on Twitter the other day where someone built a full-on, like, robotic mouth that measures the force it takes to eat certain foods? And they did it on a Cheeto, and you can just see it slowly adding more force to the Cheeto, and the number is going up until it explodes.
3: That's kind of awesome.
4: Yeah. So I did now, not
3: see that. But... Yeah,
4: so now they know the exact amount of chewing force that it takes to eat. It's a hydraulic press, but for chewing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, right? But yeah,
3: I just wanted to say, speaking of the (laughs) but I think you guys covered everything my thoughts on the AI pin, but that food thing, I just (laughs) <laughs> They're like the June oven tries to figure out stuff that's inside of it. It's not even telling me calories and it's yeah. wrong 90% of the time. That, We've one, had that one just things. has an
0: offline catalog and a camera and it's like, it's does it look
3: like the thing I know? Even with an online, there's just so many different variables on type of oils you're using when you're cooking. Are you frying it? Are you yeah. baking yeah. it? Yeah. Are, there's just way, way, way too much to ever. And then like, I feel like at a certain point, if you're being that vague about it, I don't think you care about counting calories that much.
4: Yeah, I feel like you could potentially take the like generic food, you know, you could uh, have a eggplant Parmesan and it searches what are eggplant Parmesan's. Let's take 10 of them, take the average calorie count of 10 eggplant Parmesan. But like you said, like, I mean. The the problem is even if you're manually trying to do macro counting and stuff, if you go to a restaurant, you literally cannot because mm-hmm. you cannot have them give you the exact list and the exact amounts that they make things with. Like that will just never happen. So you're already mm-hmm. guessing. So my fitness pal is not super, you know, specific.
3: Um. So I think my like biggest issue with it was just in a not very many examples of their video. That being one of the felt bigger examples, and I just don't think it's possible or like useful owl? also
4: currently i would never ask a large language model if there's something i'm deathly allergic to that seems yeah, it does...
3: unless it's just straight up like i'm holding peanuts and i'm allergic to them
4: <laughs> good to know <laughs> Can it's I like when these? people say are there Maybe. is there a b in in the word blueberry and it's like no or if you just like point
0: it at a, a tray of brownies and say are there nuts in these and it doesn't see any on the surface yeah, so it yeah. says no and then it's full of nuts and then you die yeah it literally can't tell from vision it literally can't tell. Yeah. yeah, so that's
4: why you need to turn it into the liquid, like Ellis said. Yeah, just have it digest it for you, and then
3: <laughs> baby bird it to you. That's perfect. We also we have the Standby Me go over here. Yeah, um, it is oh. on the producer table right now.
4: Wow. Wait, Ellis, rotate it to be uh, portrait? Retreat, portrait orientation. Oh yeah, that's that's.
3: Oh my god, it's so cool!
4: It's so cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, for audio listeners, there was a portrait photo of Ellis on the, the Stand By Me Go when it was in landscape. So we figured, let's turn it to portrait so it'll be the full picture. And it shrunk the picture so it's still in portrait, but playing there. landscape on the actual yeah. monitor. Oh
4: my God, that's funny. I still love it.
3: I dig yeah. the color a lot.
4: Yeah, we're using it in speakers an upcoming good. video to be a fireplace, which is Yeah, we got oh, good. a oh, U-log nice. and the speakers play the crackle. It's really heavy. Did you get to have it yet
3: let me hold it one second
4: oh my god when you if you hold it closed with the with the handle and it the is briefcase. so heavy it's lighter than the other
3: briefcase thing we
4: have yeah, which is a scooter 40 pounds it's lighter than that this is 30 yeah
0: oh it's still 30
4: yeah it's still 30 pounds it's really heavy Jeez. and it's very dense the camping influencers that they used i think was the perfect use case for this thing yeah you're not really carrying it you're more just like pr- packing it places Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) keeping it in with your luggage or whatever right sure it's still heavy as hell though yeah
3: yeah all right i just held it it's heavy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I yeah i don't know i could like kind of see it as being a cool thing to like if you have at your house and you have people over and you wanted to play like jackbox games like outside on the patio or something like that how much is it again
4: a thousand dollars
3: okay maybe not that this
4: or the moto compacto I vote Moto Compact every price. day. It's so Same cool. Price. Same price. They're both a thousand.
5: There's also some really nice. I think Asus makes them portable USB C monitors. That they are, do. They're like 150 bucks. They're, they're way thinner. They're yeah. way but thinner. But this has its way own, lighter. like computer
4: and OS and UI. You know, cool. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta hook, you gotta hook something up to the Asus monitor. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, I guess if you were just this, doing you screening. could just like connect to your internet connection and
5: watch YouTube videos just going yeah. off like an iPad. King. Yeah. No,
4: you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right.
3: I was that's thinking much true. more like
5: professionally, you know, like you show up at a, at a gig and you want a second display.
3: Psh. Well, and it's in a briefcase, so it's professional. Yeah, oh.
4: yeah. paint it black and it's real professional. <laughs> there you go. All right. I still
3: hope that that's how people do crime money exchanges through crypto is they bring their their crypto wallet on the standby me go. so they can still plop it on the table and, yeah. and open up the case <laughs> yeah. and show all the Sugar money off FTAs. that they have. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. The next thing I have, and maybe this so the Sam Altman CEO debacle. I missed Ooh. that completely. Oof. That sounded like a fun Lucky one. Lucky you. I know casual. I'm not that it was very confusing. It's a lot. I guess I just don't know much about Sam Altman. It seems like people were pumped that he's back.
4: Did you watch the episode? I didn't. It was the most insane, like, Friday to Monday experience of mine. Yeah,
3: life. I watched you guys freaking out on Slack. <laughs> it seemed like a lot. It was yeah. a lot. I just want everyone to remember that this guy made a weird orb thing for yeah. confirming when crypto. you're buying crypto. It's like a crypto DMV. Yeah. I just thought that you was World, others,
4: World Coin. You don't remember World this? Coin. I vaguely. There's this orb that that he brings around to people and it scans their eyes to like verify their ID and then you use that. And the the pitch of World Coin is that eventually when we hit AGI and nobody like needs to work anymore, crypto mm-hmm. is going to be the way that we like that we transact for things and so you have you're going to have to have human verification and the only way to do that is through retina verification i just don't get it and i can't believe it just
3: surprises me that the person who did this is also the person that's running one of the arguably the most are you surprised like technological advanced things going on Yeah checks out
5: is also a huge doomsday prepper wow we know a lot about this
0: guy
4: (laughs) i didn't know that either Casify, i missed that whole thing that was fun that yeah. seemed like fun. Bastion of That's, originality. It was
3: like one of those things where I had the exact same thoughts again. It's like, well, this seems copied, but it's also just the internals of a phone. And then the, the just all of the evidence of the exact same things being stolen yeah. and in such a worse quality and being, I can't believe, I mean, I know a dbrand case is 50 bucks, but I can't believe there's a case in Best Buy where people would probably just like walk by and buy a phone case and it's $75 That's and insane. people would buy that.
4: That just as really like an on the, $75 phone case. I can case. understand
3: people maybe buying $75 phone cases, but as the, like a little cardboard kiosk thing at like Best Buy when you're just walking by it. Yeah. I'm surprised. And It could be me. It's worse wow. quality. Is, I and, think
0: that is a Best Buy decision. I don't probably. know what the wholesale price is, but Best Buy decided that that was a $77 case. Yeah.
3: yeah, that that was a whole that was some fun drama yeah. to to <clears throat> watch and uh see kind of the entirety of the internet take the same side
4: D brand also always just makes legal stuff very entertaining lawsuit as pr yeah welcome back yeah yeah it was fun
3: that's and it's hard to do that unless you are very in the right yeah and if they can pull that off and everyone's on their side then something well the fact that the stuff,
4: case to you know? fight people like didn't realize all of the easter eggs that I, they added in and so they had like robots and like it 11, really seems uh, like the most low effort possible thing yeah. for that company
0: to
3: do yeah. yeah i think the one thing they took away that they definitely thought was an easter egg but didn't want it is like on the samsung battery i think it said like sub and then on one of the, wa- the ribbon cables and then they put under it. So it said like subscribe. So they probably just thought it only said subscribe and they changed that to the Casify logo. But really, the sub was actually real. And <laughs> like, but right next to it was the 1111. And they oh, didn't take that away God. So, like, you know, they even actively tried to change yeah. things on there yeah. to make it not seem stolen. They, and they, they still did more that effort
4: bad. to try to change this badly than it would have taken them to just go do their own thing. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, and then, like, kind of. The, this I thought was really funny, but you guys did talk about Grand Theft Auto and having like wild numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't think you talked about, but the thing I found the funniest about this whole thing was uh, Linda from Twitter tweeting
4: like,
3: why aren't you posting this on Twitter? Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> okay, but but like did you talk about how it was just so like the whole discussion on Twitter was a bunch of the developers being like, we had this whole thing planned tomorrow, we were gonna watch the launch of it, we were gonna have a great day celebrating, and Twitter's the one who leaked it, and like Mm. Twitter being it leaked ruined their day and it all got leaked, and now the CEO of Twitter is like, hey, why don't you post it on Twitter instead? Look how many impressions it got, which just felt like a slap in the face to the people that were like so excited and got something ruined through Twitter. On one hand,
0: it's clear that people on Twitter really want to see it. On the other hand, Linda, read the room.
3: Yeah, read the (laughs) room. It's just like, it feels like another thing that Twitter is now just run by people that do not understand the platform Mm -hmm. at all. And I know that's more specific and she's got a lot of other better things to be doing probably, but like someone probably should have been like, they probably also
4: got way better ad revenue on YouTube.
3: Oh, no oh I'm sure, that. and and you the YouTube numbers crushed the Over Twitter numbers. Million. Yeah, and like, I trust those numbers way more than I trust the Twitter. Yeah, but the
0: numbers Twitter numbers more. were all like impressions. Yeah, I exactly. It just means yeah. they scrolled by it. Here's the thing about that: the YouTube one. I mean, it was a very raunchy video. I oh, don't what? think it probably did very well with ads
3: oh that's a good yeah. point but i don't think rockstar cares
4: about ads no either no, no, on that that so was a full pr they could have served bluetooth ads
0: 100 million views is 100 million <laughs> views no matter whether you have ads or not like that's what you're there for yeah uh so that's interesting that's a good point thing yeah who knows
3: so my biggest gripe about that was just kind of like it felt like a slap in the face to the people who were saying like this kind of ruined our day right. of launch yeah and then being like well why don't you come over here it's like because you kind of just ruined it yeah. um <laughs> And then the last thing I had was Beeper Mini, but I feel like we kind of talked about that a little bit already. Um I mean, what's your opinion? It seems like I think my biggest issue, and this will stem based on whether RCS coming in the future, if we know it has encryption or not, but we're seeing a lot like Beeper being like, well, Apple doesn't care about encryption for their users when they talk to people on Android, um, but it feels weird doing that after RCS was finally announced because that's the play Google's been doing for so long and it took so long. Yeah, Apple's they can't be on it feels like you can't like at this point that's not the argument anymore like they should have encryption on both sides but that should be coming hopefully Mm -hmm. um this is also though coming from somebody who has never used iMessage and if i had the opportunity to use iMessage on my android i wouldn't
0: this is one of those i was going to ask you this so if beeper mini worked perfectly exactly as advertised would you use it
3: no but that's nothing against beeper mini i just I don't care. I've never used iMessage, so maybe I don't know what I'm missing. Because there's a couple
0: of things like you might have a family member who sends you pictures either. and they're all super blurry, or yeah. you might have a. That's chat the biggest thing
3: right now. Just I can react that. to things yeah. with RCS now. Yeah, I guess the video stuff, but I usually also I have a lot of family members on Android. Weirdly enough, my mom, hmm. my aunt and uncle, like a lot of them. And so that you can
0: send full res videos of the kids and stuff, and it's fine. Uh,
3: we just have a Google. Oh, album sorry. that we share yeah, yeah. that's, that's the easiest thing i think
4: when but... i was in college both most of my friends were on android and on the west coast in california most people use facebook messenger so none of it was a problem wow it's, facebook it's is yeah yeah facebook messenger in california is like overwhelmingly popular whereas on the east coast here it's all iMessage. weird yeah so slowly those friends all transitioned to iphones which mm-hmm. made my life a little bit harder um and then i also just don't use Facebook Messenger anymore. Mm. So, almost at all. Yeah. more you know. Yeah. Didn't know that. So,
3: yeah, that was just my quick recap. Obviously, you guys covered a lot of stuff that I wasn't that deep into. If I can go through all of it in a third of an episode, but just thought I'd throw some... uh yeah. opinions out there that I'll probably get roasted for. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> glad I did that. Glad I, I get to go home now, take care of the kid and read mean comments. Let's do
0: it. Well, we should get <laughs> a couple more mean comments to the answers to our trivia questions. So uh, let's do trivia. My answer is just use WhatsApp. <laughs> the other meta messaging app?
5: Yeah. Correction from last week's trivia. Before this week's trivia. Oh. Um. We said last week that the fastest production car... Or, excuse me, the first production car to hit 200 miles an hour was the Dodge Charger Daytona. But some people informed us that while you could buy the Dodge Charger Daytona with the Hemi 426, that set the record, the version you could buy at the dealership was not tuned to go 200 miles an hour. So while that car in its configuration could could in theory go 200 miles an hour and was documented to do so the car you buy at the dealership would require a little bit of tuning to get right um and probably better brakes to make it safe so do we know the real answer to which was first to 200 it seems like it was a ferrari from about 20 years later Uh, um that you could buy i was hoping it was the answer that i put the untouched (laughs) and it would just go i'm not giving you any points Because Uh, I'm fickle. No, I was wrong. I had the Bugatti Veyron, so I was wrong.
1: Trivia question number one. Castor and Pollux are two bright stars in the Northern Hemisphere that make up what constellation?
4: Are you sure it's not Jackson and Pollux? Nope, it is not.
0: That's a president. That's too... uh, (laughs) That's
4: that's not a president. No, that was Andrew Jackson.
5: Yeah.
1: It's an artist. It's an artist. (laughs) Uh... Also, that uh, whole Ferrari thing, that I did not realize was going to be such a controversial question, because even the things we were looking up online, people were like, it's hard to find the right answer to this. <laughs> yeah, blah, 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 that blah, sounds blah. like we a, just picked a super. Yeah, we are. A super <laughs> crazy one. Anyway,
4: flip them and read. I don't know very many constellations. So I just wrote Gemini.
3: We all wrote Gemini.
4: But I also put the little Google AI logo <laughs> that everyone uses for some reason. Really? All wrong. No, I'm joking. Correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
3: I, you guys all figured it out in the first one. I didn't figure it out till later in the episode. And then no. you had like the light bulb
1: moment. So uh, quick yeah. update on the score after that: uh-huh. Marquez with 17. Cool. Andrew with one two carry the one, 13 now. Oh, hey, and David That's with hard. 16. What's was David's
4: last
3: job? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
4: <laughs> right, I also want to become more annoying. I'm gonna throw this out
3: here real quick. Marquez's answer to my Twitch handle was wrong, but warranted. It was my old in-game name from when I first started playing Halo till like probably sometime in college. Probably like ten plus years.
5: It was too correct.
3: It was too correct. You were too deep in the <laughs> Andrew <deep>. lore. <laughs> yeah,
5: dang it, dang. Question number two. According to a Wired Magazine article, where did Google get the name for their Gemini LLM? A, a merger of Lambda and Palm 2. B, the merger of DeepMind and Google Brain, which we covered in another trivia episode. Trivia question. C, a reference to the NASA Gemini missions, which predated... Which predated and paved the way for the Apollo missions, or D, Google actually created a virtual environment where Lambda and Palm Two could argue about the name of Google's new LLM, and after several hours of closed-loop processing, it came to the name of Gemini.
3: How, why were you writing for so long?
4: Just see. Because <laughs> he was doing that thing where he read the letters block <laughs> and- case. <laughs>
0: Maybe.
4: (laughs) They're always very impressive. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not
0: confident about my answer at all. Neither am I.
3: I'm fairly confident. I
0: hope we all put different answers.
3: I kind of think we all put the same answer.
5: No, we didn't. Let's see your same answer. What what is that? David wrote Psi. No, C. Oh. I wrote D because I just
3: want it to be true. Okay,
5: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, D? Sorry. I, I put C. I also put C. That is correct, but it also represents a merger of DeepMind and Google Brain. Wired cited both reasons.
4: Does that just mean because Me- they're tw- they were twins, sort of, and they became
5: one? Yes. So what's the updated score? Marquez with 18, David with 17, and Andrew with 1, to 1.
3: <laughs> I missed it, to be honest. Um... Thirteen, maybe. Thirteen.
4: Maybe. Thirteen. Let's go. Let's go. Bingo. Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with us. Uh, thanks for uh, subscribing. Subscri- subscribe. I meant to say thanks that. For, yes, thanks for Thanks for liking as well and commenting and uh, rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen. And we'll catch you guys next week.
3: Peace. Waveformer is produced by Adam Molina and Ellis Roven. We're partners with Vox Media Podcast Network and our intro outro music is created by Vane Silk. And also Mariah is sitting here to help out as well.
5: Yes, she is.
4: Brandon's doing a wall, i run, so everyone oh, order Brandon, right now.
5: Thank you. I mean, David, thank you. You're
4: welcome. You I mean, put- I'll brand
2: David.
5: do it. I'll do it. <laughs> it's meatball day.
4: I had meatballs yesterday.